TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Well, I think it's really just about our players continuing to grow every week. Our coaches have done a phenomenal job of you know, working on things with them, developing players at the individual level and then at the, at the unit level as well. And I really believe that the players have taken on that challenge head on and, and they've come together and, and formed an identity as a football team. Bills head coach Sean McDermott, who also said it was a tough decision, but they did go ahead and they healthy scratched a Mr. Von Miller, and I commend the Bills for being willing to do that. I mean, I would have liked to see him be removed from the lineup the moment that he was arrested and out on bond, but all right, in terms of on-the-field purposes, it was overdue. He has been completely ineffectual since returning from injury, and if you want to make your decision completely based on that, well, then that was the decision you would arrive at. If you don't want to be political, if you don't want to, in terms of the room, don't want to be political, if you don't want to be beholden to, well, this guy's a veteran, and be I criticize the Sabres for this, right? Like, their inability, their unwillingness to have a tough conversation with a veteran versus a rookie is why oftentimes you see the guys like Eric Johnson and Connor Clifton remain in the lineup, and guys like Ryan Johnson, when he doesn't deserve to be out of the lineup, remains or does get taken out. Or why Eric Comrie remains on the team for so long. The Bills were willing to do that. And I can't believe that they would not want an out, an exit. I don't know how they do it unless there is a suspension next year to Von Miller. I brought this scenario up a couple of times, and it's because I think it's realistic. Von, his contract next year is a $23.8 million cap hit. And the only way you can make that go any lower is if you restructure, which means you're pushing money down the road, committing to him for a longer period of time. But if he does get suspended... And as we've pointed out, guys have been suspended for less. Ezekiel Elliott had, we'll call it a similar incident, and he was suspended six games by the NFL. Charges were never brought against him. But the league's personal conduct policy, you there isn't as much of a, a legal obligation 
as much as they'll do their own research and it depends what the allegations are and if there's enough concrete evidence to point to it, well, then that's going to happen. Elliot, by the way, he was accused of domestic violence against his ex-girlfriend. And it was a year, to be fair, that was a year-long investigation. Like that was, that was a long time between the original incident and when Elliot was suspended. But if Vaughn were to get suspended during this offseason, it's an if, but if it happened, how do the Bills now move on? You get out of the guaranteed money, and you get out of a, a at least a two-year commitment to decent money for a player that has made no impact. And they're going to be at a cap crunch because Diggs and Allen go up big time. And they've got free agents. Look right at that position. A.J. Epinesa and Leonard Floyd are both free agents. And you might feel like looking at their cap picture right now, they're going to have a really tough time bringing back maybe either of those guys, let alone both. But if you get to a place where, all right, the league's about to hand down a suspension for Von Miller. All right, guys, what do we want to do here? We can either bring back Von Miller, hope that he returns to form when he gave us no sign the year before that that was going to happen, and we're going to lose him for whatever the the suspension is, or we take the $20 plus million that we save on the cap by getting rid of him, and now we can take that money and we can bring back both. Leonard Floyd and A.J. Epinesa. If you restructure him and you're like, like you said, you're kind of committing yourself to a longer to a, period, to of a time. longer period of time, but you're not really committing yourself to him on the field at that point. It's almost like the way I look at it is if you restructure it, you can save money and then make other moves. And sure, you'll have him on the team and on the field, quote unquote, for yep. maybe like a year or two more. But at that point, like, what's he going to do for you on the field? I get that. Yeah, well, right, like, I get that in terms of if you were confident he's going to give you something. But if you do that, you're basically signing up for age 37 Von Miller to be on your football team. And I would be very, very hesitant to do that. Will he play this Sunday is also a very good question. I don't want to assume no just because they made him a healthy scratch against New England. There could have been a thought process of, well, it's a knee injury and it's still about a year, so what we're going to try is we'll make him inactive this week, we'll give him an extra week of rest, and we'll hope that Von Miller on two weeks rest is going to be a more athletic version of himself than we've been seeing, and that therefore he'll give us some impact against Miami. I don't think it has to go that way, but I also wouldn't be surprised if it did. So we'll see. I wouldn't do that. I would just roll with who you got. Floyd, Rousseau, and Epinesa are your big three at the edge. And Shaq Lawson is your run-stopping specialist. And Kingsley Jonathan is your pass rusher to spell the others. Because I've said it for weeks now. I think John- Kingsley Jonathan looks like a more dangerous edge rusher to me than Vaughn does. 8030550 is the phone number. Billy in Toronto wants to get on this. What's up, Billy? Hey, guys. Yeah, I, I, for fun, number one with Von Miller, you put your hands on a woman. I, I don't want you not on my team. I don't want you in my city. I mean, uh, you, you know, the, you got to prove the allegations. And, and if they're false, I take it all back. But, I mean, I, I just can't stand hearing stuff like this. And uh, just 
just uh, wave them goodbye. That's that's what I would say. As for the the Bills' chances, I'll tell you what. You know, I think we caught a huge break. Uh, the one team that always scared me, what, uh, that I thought had our number, were the Bengals, and they're not in, which is great. We're not going to be playing any of these weak teams in the playoffs. We just don't seem to, to you know, beat like we should. So the good thing about us is that we just play good against great teams. We, we just do. I don't know what the reasoning is. I mean, obviously you've got to get up for them. But I like our chances. I, I really do. Baltimore does not scare me. Kansas City does not scare me. You remember what we did to Lamar Jackson maybe two, three, four years ago when, when, we, when he was out cold in the uh, end zone. I think he actually tapped out. He wanted no part of Buffalo then. If our defense plays half decent, I think we win the Super Bowl, guys. I really do. That's all I got. Thanks, thanks Billy, for the call. The, um, I agree with you on Vaughn wholeheartedly. It's... Yeah, I would have loved to see the Bills make a call there and say, while this investigation plays out, we're not going to have him on the football field. If he gets exonerated and it comes out that it, for some reason the 911 call was a hoax and the affidavit is wrong, then then we'll let him play. But they did not. Either way, he's not on the field for them right now. We'll see if he is Sunday. I disagree with you on Baltimore. I am definitely intimidated respectful of the threat that the Ravens are. I know the Bills had their way with Lamar Jackson a couple of times in the playoffs and last year in the second half when they put that comeback together, but this is not the same Ravens team. For years, I said, one of my big, most popular takes for myself that I had in recent years was the Ravens did not know how to build around Lamar Jackson. They were building around his legs, and they therefore were ignoring what he was as a passer. One point I used to like to make a lot was, if you gave me he's the seventh best passer in football, which I believe he, he is, if not even better than that, if you gave me that he's the seventh best passer in football, I'd tell you that's more valuable than being the best running quarterback in football. It's the passing that is more valuable. And the Ravens finally got that through their heads. And they went out this offseason. Maybe Lamar actually made them do it, and that was all part of the contract negotiation. But Lamar, whether he made him do it or not, they went out, they got Beckham. He's been good. He's not been the Odell Beckham of old, but at 30 years old and coming off two torn ACLs, you know, maybe that shouldn't have been expected. But he's been good. He's been a darn good receiver. And Zay Flowers, who has been labeled one of those pro-ready guys to come right in the league, has been awesome. And Rashad Bateman's had a nice year. They've actually survived their best pass catcher, Mark Andrews, getting injured because they have done so much at wide receiver. And it's a different football team. They don't run the ball with Lamar as much. He still runs it great. He scrambles more than, than ever, but the design runs are down. Um, I am... And they have the best defense, one of the, one of the best defenses in football. So, I think the Ravens are legit, and I don't think it's right to compare them, the, the Bills' performances against them to, to past seasons, if you ask me. But otherwise, I agree with the point. The Bills are good against great teams. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. Is it an Allen thing where he just he shows up for the big moment? There's some reality to it. There might be some luck to it, but I definitely think there's enough reality to it to 
believe the point that yes, when the Bills go to play great teams, they're going to sh- they're going to give you their best. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Let's go to Brian in Arcade. Hey Brian. Hey, I gave your screener a bunch of numbers and probably didn't make this very concise, so I'll try again here. I to ground everyone on wide receiver targets per game. Keenan Allen leads with eleven and a half, and the beginning of the year. Diggs, when he when if you draw the line at the Giants game, you know that was the game everyone was whoa he's forcing the ball to Diggs too much. He was at 11 targets per game in that first stretch. Overall, with Dorsey, he's at 10.2. With Brady, he's at 8.3. In the last three, he's at 6.6. So what I'm not connecting here is if we're saying about this mysterious injury. Uh, how when you watch the tape and he gets on his horse and he runs past the Patriots defender on the just this past game. And you watch him run flat out. Does it look like he's dealing with a hamstring, a foot, anything? I, I don't understand where, where that kind of narrative is, is came into it. And so my synopsis would be your best wide receivers, your alpha wide receivers in this league are targeted 10 to 12 times a game. Yeah. Just pump up, get one more target per quarter, and he's right back to where he was at the beginning of the season. And, and you'd get more production. Plus, you hit a couple of these bombs, obviously his – Yards per game goes up as the average goes up. So I don't understand mm. if they're doing this consciously, what, what is the thought process? What is the logic behind it? Well, I also thanks thanks, Brian, for the call. I don't buy that Diggs is injured. I mean, banged up, sure. But as we mentioned, a lot of guys are. Injured, I don't agree. I mean, I watched back on the all twenty two film this morning that Allen interception where he's throwing the ball back across the other side of the field to Diggs. And if you watch Diggs on that play, Diggs, as you kind of talked about, he gets on his horse, and he's running full speed, and he goes right by a guy. Like he, The safety is there to get the pick, but Diggs is moving on that route. And it's not just a go route. It's not just going straight ahead. Like He gives the defender a jab step like 30 yards down the field while he's going full speed, and he makes the right cut to get back to the middle of the field. That's when Allen was a little late on the throw, and it's a tough one in the first place. So, you know, that's a couple of plays you've watched that go, well, Diggs looks as fast as ever. So it's got to be something else. And maybe the most likely culprit right now is a combination of Joe Brady still figuring out how to get him involved the right way. I don't want to say get him involved, period, because he's getting targets, but there a lot of them are these dumb little screen screen passes. So getting Diggs involved the right way would be the way I'd want to phrase it. Plus, I think Allen has missed on him a little bit. And Diggs has had drop problems. I, I the the criticism I'd want to put on Diggs is less about how open he's getting, less about his you know injury status, and more about he's had some bad drops. A few of them. So to me, if you, I'm guessing because we don't really know, but I would guess it's a combo of Joe Brady is still figuring out the right way to use Diggs. Allen has missed a few times when throwing to him, and Diggs has had a few drops himself, and all of that is added up to the worst month and a half that Diggs has had as a Buffalo Bill. Let's go to Brandon in Buffalo. Hey, Brandon. Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with your points. Uh, one thing I would say 
Uh, when I saw Diggs line up at running back and actually take a snap up the, up the middle, yeah. that kind of seemed like desperation to me of getting trying to get Diggs involved in mm-hmm. some type of action. I also believe that you know Josh really needs to start putting some air under these throws so these receivers can adjust to these passes that he's throwing deep. I mean, he's missing them deep what seems like all game. I mean, he, he, start, he started 0 for 6 with zero yards, and we were winning 10 to 7, which was crazy. Um, but I really think Josh really needs to start putting some air under these throws so these receivers can adjust to the ball um, instead of just putting them on a line. Um, and I, really, I don't really know what's going on with Diggs. I don't really think any of us can really put uh, anything on that besides uh, all I saw in the last game was some desperation to try to get him involved in the running game, which seemed bizarre to me, but it was a, it was a good play call, good mix-up uh, for the Bills. I thought Joe Brady, I think Joe Brady's doing a good job. Um, but yeah, I think he's very desperate to try to get Diggs involved in some type of capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. You're right. He's not a player you should have to work to get involved. He's almost literally the opposite of that type of player. Line him up, get him in a one-on-one and he will get open. That's it. Because he's not a yak guy in the first place. Those are usually, you know, plays, the running back play, the screens that are designed for, you know, your gadget guys, your Isaiah McKenzie types, your, who else? I mean, Kadarius Tony's a name that comes to mind, but he's so untrustworthy, I don't wouldn't want him even doing that. But you're right, like, even though that Diggs play worked, that handoff in, in the goal line, like, he made a nice cut, and he got inside, and it was a nice run. It's just a nice run. But it doesn't appear like a play that you should feel like you need for Diggs. 8030550 is the phone number. We will go through more of your calls when we come back. We got Tuesday tiers coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. So stay tuned. Lots of good stuff. Jody Biasi, I got that saber take. Maybe we'll get to that quickly when we come back as well. This is WGR. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 